Yeah, keep believing. Keep believing. We're doing everything we can. We hope, we hope that their passion, you know, shows us that we're just as passionate as they are. We want to get this thing going just as bad as they want it to, and we're doing everything we can to get it going, and we're going to keep working hard. Yeah, we just we got to get first downs. We got to get first downs. We got to find a way to establish drives. We got to find a way to to uh, have a you know good first and second down so that we can play for a third manageable. And I think we'll be just fine if we do that. And um, you know, I think if we just do what we're supposed to do, we'll be all right. What's going on, everybody? We're back again with the Jetsway Podcast. Jake joined tonight by good friend of the Jetsway Podcast, Mr. Ben Perez. Love getting my guy Benny on here. And it is the Jetsway Podcast presented by our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. You guys know the drill. Use promo code Jetsway. Make your first deposit $10 or more, up to $500. Underdog Fantasy will be matching any first-time customer deposits. Must be 18 years or older in New York, New Jersey, and present. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-877-HOPE-NY. Visit www.ncpgambling.org. Well, <laughs> what's going on, bro? I, I think uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to ask you how you're doing. I'm going to ask you how <laughs> disgusted you are with the state of this franchise. Just we, I, I haven't talked to you in a minute, um, yeah. or at least on here, that is. But how disgusted? Because I know you're disgusted. I mean, how can you not be? How Bro. disgusted are you with things right now? Honestly, man, there everything that's went wrong. Well, that could go wrong went went wrong. Uh, um, over the last two weeks, especially, I don't, I, I don't see it with Salah anymore. I know you haven't been on that Salah train in a while. Like for you, you've you've been ahead of the curve. I didn't want him. He's yeah, you didn't want him. Yeah, so oh, I'm I'm tired of the cliches. I'm tired of the I got your bags. I'm tired of the going up to the podium. And, he looks lost. Like he, he looks defeated, and he just looks lost. Like everything he says, he just seems like he's in over his head, man. So it's unfortunate, and I, and I love Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas has done a lot of things, but not getting a quarterback in here September twelfth is another thing that is just like, what are you doing? Like, what are we doing here? So this is horrible, man. This is disgusting. Well, Benny, I said it this week. It's one of those things where if you're Joe Douglas or Robert Sala and you genuinely believe that this kid, Zach Wilson, can play in the league, you, you can't have a job. You can't have a job <laughs> in the NFL because you clearly have no idea what's going on. And this guy, Wilson, and we've been saying it for a while now, he's comparable to the biggest busts of all time. And and the Jets, who have had terrible draft choices for the last 20 years, this kid's the worst one. How can you debate <laughs> otherwise? He's worse than Christian Hackenberg. And Christian, I mean, Christian Hackenberg was a second-round pick. But my God, this kid, he will never figure it out. And I know we brought in Simeon and I, I've been debating with people. I mean, one guy got really on me in the spaces this week because I said, <laughs> honestly, Trevor Simeon is closer to Mike White than we might think. Mike White, yeah. us Jet fans have the biggest skewed judgment with Mike White because we've just seen nonsense and garbage our whole life. Like Mike White yeah. didn't do, did, Benny, what did Mike White do that was so special when he played for the Jets? Nothing really, right? Like. Okay, like, you know, he didn't have the strongest arm. He didn't have the best mobility. But what did he do? He found the open man. He ran the – he played within the system. And then he relied on his skill position players to get yards mm -hmm. after the catch. I mean, it's not hard yeah. to throw the ball at number 17. It's just we mm -hmm. think it's so much harder to play quarterback because we've seen a kid that should not be on an NFL field. Yep, 100%. Time and time again, man. And it's, uh, uh, I mean, I said it in the offseason. There was no shape or form. Russ, I mean – Zach Wilson should ever step on a field, regardless of Rodgers went down for a game or two. I did not want to see Zach Wilson out there. Um, 
and they put all their eggs in Rodgers' basket thinking he was going to play all 17, maybe plus more, and nothing was going to go wrong. And obviously, they brought in Hackett only for Rodgers. They brought in, they're playing Randall Cobb as if Rodgers is still our quarterback. And uh, everything just doesn't make sense. And each and every day, they go to the podium. And I know they don't technically owe things to the fans, but to a certain extent, they, they kiss ass. Zach Wilson, oh, he's playing – well enough he he's doing his footwork is better his accuracy is better like I, i'm tired of the excuses he's completing 52 percent of his passes and everything is three yards in front of the line of scrimmage he can't read a defense people when people are open he holds the ball and uh, there's just nothing good that comes from it nothing so yeah the, we're out of the excuses we're, we're done yeah, with the excuses no offensive line the, the offensive line played fine this week the defense gave up yeah. 13 points there's we're out of excuses here for this guy. He can't play for forget this team. He can't play in the league for nope. that. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, this guy might be out of the league in two years. Yep. That's how bad he is. But just sticking with Salah, and I don't know if you've noticed this. Do you notice that when Salah after a game, he he sounds so much differently than he does like during the week? Is the game like moving too fast for coach to where he can't? <laughs> I'm being serious, bro. Like, because after games, you would think Wilson, he goes, Oh, you know, I saw some good things from Wilson today. Like, good things. What good things are you? What, what, what are you talking about? And he'd say, Oh, Zach's going to be the guy. And then this week, he kind of, he kind of hit you with a couple of jabs. Like, yeah, he need, we know he needs to play better. And like, Oh, Simeon's a fast learner. What are you t- like? Is the game moving so fast for him that he can't just comprehend taking him out of the game? Like how bad does it have? Because we clearly saw last year he he took that Jacksonville game. Does it have to be that bad for Zach Wilson to come out of a game? I mean, this is ridiculous, bro. We would have won that game uh, on Sunday with about seventy quarterbacks in the NFL on Sunday. <laughs> that's how bad of it. That's how bad he played, bro. That yeah. first round was that first that first uh, half was awful. That was as worse of a half. That was just like New England the, the year before at New England yeah. that first half. It was comparable to that. And I this coach man, I have been I've been debating it with people all week. You know what? They're probably right if they they move on from Sala, it'll probably be like Basaccia or or Hackett gets promoted. But man, I I got to break it to you like I need me I need a coach. Like I need a real coach. God forbid, bro, we can have a coach for the next 10 years. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, I, in terms – I've kind of been saying it over the last week also. Um, it seems as if Coach Sala was relying so much on Aaron Rodgers this year, and at least in his mentality, where he was, he, he was like, oh, I could be a defensive coordinator again. I could focus on that side of the ball, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to call plays with Hackett, handle time management on the offensive side of the ball. And I, it genuinely feels like Sala had it. Oh, wow. like, like he didn't have to be a head coach. And as soon as Rodgers went down, I mean, it was all our faces, but you they, they zoomed into Salah's face and you saw he he like he didn't know what the hell just happened. Um, and he realized he needed to be a head coach this year. And I don't think he's capable of doing so no. uh, for 17 games. You know what I'm saying? We could have a game. I guess he rallied the troops. And I know a lot of Salah apologists. Well, he he rallied, threw, he rallied I mean, Josh the Allen threw that game away. We got to call it how it is. We scored 16 points. And on a, it was, we won on a punt, a punt return. return. Like, that doesn't happen, okay? Like, like he, he rallied the troops, and he's a good coach. No, he's not. He, no, he, he's, a, he's a friend to a lot of these coaches, but when it comes to X's and O's, game management, time management, he, he loses it. And 
it's how I really started to believe is even if Rodgers comes back next year, is this coaching staff good enough to lead us to a Super Bowl? We have Rodgers to win a no. Super Bowl. And I don't think this coach, oh, but we we need to bring them back for Rodgers. Why? Like We're not winning a Super Bowl with Salah as our head coach and Nathaniel Hackett as our, as our offensive coordinator. That's not happening. So No, well, Hackett's going to be here, bro. Hackett will yeah. be here next year. Forget that. <laughs> but um, but look, my big thing with, with Douglas, because a lot of people haven't really talked, and I backed Joe Douglas on here before. Here's the one thing, and I get it. You can talk about the draft this year, the draft in 21. That's great. They haven't been good. Yeah. Um. But have you noticed with Joe Douglas since he's taken over as the Jets general manager, he's like failed to plan for the worst case scenario, it, right? The same thing happened with Arnold, right? Like the worst case scenario, we, we, we're playing freaking, I get it, Trevor Simeon tore, uh, broke his leg or whatever it was that first time. But like David fails, really? That That's who we were playing. We couldn't find anybody better than that. And even this year with Zach Wilson, it feels like whenever there's an injury, and even Brees Hall last year as well to a little bit of lesser of a degree, and, and ABT and all the tack. I feel like Douglas doesn't plan for, all right, in the worst case scenario, we have a quality guy that we can turn to that belongs in the league. It's always some late round draft pick rookie or some guy that's just bounced around the league and has just been terrible, has never had any success, is basically out of the league if he's not playing for the Jets. The Jets never can turn to a guy and say, you know what, we're going to be okay here. Like whenever the Jimmy G would get hurt for the Niners, it's like, okay, next man up, you're ready to go in Philly, right? Nick Foles was ready to go. Next man up, quality backup. And even all the injuries that they faced throughout the whole year, both teams, I just feel like Joe Douglas never has quality depth at positions because they could be jet good. Like a lot of people think all of our picks are always great, right? But <laughs> fails to just – I feel like every single time there's an injury, it's like season's over. We're cooked. We never have any real quality depth under Joe Douglas. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't plan for this stuff. No, I I, I agree wholeheartedly. And then, and then I know a lot of – I've been hearing it over the last few weeks uh, with ever since Zach Wilson's been playing is, well, they had to keep Zach Wilson. They couldn't afford a backup quarterback. It was always bullshit. That is the biggest lie I've ever heard. Backup quarterback signed for four or five million dollars. You're telling me we couldn't make four or five million dollars happen for. I know Mike White had two years. He's making four million dollars a year, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater, I know he's kind of washed, but there's Gardner Minshew, I'm pretty sure, signed for $5 million. Like, yeah, guys but... like that, we we could have made that happen very, very easily. Zach Wilson should have never been that issue. And I kind of mentioned it, and I'm pretty sure I spoke to you about it, the idea of, God forbid, knock on wood, Garrett Wilson went hurt. I, that's, like, what oh, I, that's, that's what I felt. Alan Lazard. Yeah, yeah I, Alan I Lazard. It's like, oh, we were before Corey retired, we were going to be content with Alan Lazard and Corey Davis being our wide receivers on a Super Bowl run. Like, what, like, what, what's the idea here? So, I, I feel you wholeheartedly. And also, you, you bring up those backups, and I, and I defended Douglas here on Mike White. Mike White wanted to go to a place where he could potentially play. He's going back home to Florida. You know, two is always hurt. Like, that's fine. He yeah. wanted to go there. I'm not even going to get on for Gardner Minshew. They didn't have Anthony Richardson at the time. He he saw it as a place he potentially play. But, like, Teddy Bridgewater, the guy was out of the league in August. <laughs> yeah. Like, the man was – and say what you want about Teddy Bridgewater. You know, we'd be 2-1 and one right now with Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> at least. Yeah. So – He's a professional quarterback. And even I, I said this uh, on the last podcast. I mean, even if they had Simeon as the backup all camp, I would have been fine. Right? Like, mm-hmm. he would have knew the offense. And you know what? If you would have made Simeon the backup, Zach three, we would have had Simeon right off the bench ready to go. And who knows how the season yeah. would look. And I'm not sitting here saying Trevor Simeon is a good quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. 
but he knows how to play the position. Like, he knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. He's 42 and 28 in his career. He's a spot starter, backup level quarterback in the NFL. That's what the Jets yep. needed. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, but he, that, yeah. Like, Tim Boyle, they wanted, we, we, raced, we wasted that third quarterback spot on Tim Boyle. You, you could have had four quarterbacks in at camp, though. You could have still yeah. kept, if Rodgers likes Boyle so much, you could have just kept Boyle on the practice squad the whole year. That That's fine, right? Like, they yep. still should, like, the league lets you carry three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. On game day, why did yeah. we not have three quarterbacks dressing on game day? I get it, yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty, but this is the stuff that I'm talking about. With this franchise, mm-hmm. they yeah. never, they should understand that they're the Jets at the end of the day, and what could go wrong will go wrong most of the time. This should have been thought about. They should have been sitting at a table before the season started and said, under no circumstances can we let Zach Wilson see the field this year, and they failed miserably. Mm-hmm. As much as you love Douglas, he failed there. In a big yep. way. And it could cost us. We could be sitting here. You know what? Let's just say Trevor Simeon comes in here and we win some games, right? Like, who knows? I think they could beat Denver with Trevor Simeon. They ain't winning this week. and Forget that. <laughs> but, um, it, it, like, let's say, you know what? They, let's say the Jets start off the year, I don't know, four and five. And then they miss the – let's say they go eight and nine this year, just hypothetically speaking here. We're going to be sitting back here saying, maybe if Trevor Simeon was in here week two or three, we, we might have won one of those games and went to the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think we're going to be a two, three win team. Um, but I think we'll fall George short. And just how they play Wilson, Benny, if they play Wilson, they're going to be a two or three win team. If they don't oh, make yeah. this get out soon, they're going to win two or three games. But go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. And I, I, I can see it happening. Say we win the games that we need to, and Trevor Simeon is our quarterback, and we just missed the playoffs. We're going to look at that New England game and be like, that that was our t- that was our chance. Like we win that game, we're in the playoffs, and it just seems like that's always going to be the repetitive cycle. Uh, and they put us in this hole. They they decided to wait two weeks, fourteen days to sign someone after, and now now obviously Simeon's not going to be able to play this week. I don't think we would have won regardless. Uh, and hopefully, we have to sit here and pray that he's able to go uh, versus the Broncos because if if Zach Wilson is playing against the Broncos, we're losing that game. I know uh, we're losing that game. Ben, Benny, Benny, forget about that game. <laughs> Benny, the Jets cannot beat a team in the league, or no team could beat a team in the league if Zach Wilson's their starting quarterback. Yeah, yep. you cannot win. It's physically impossible, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, well, you know, they won Week One with them." Dude, <laughs> the defense, the defense forced four turnovers, and it could yep. have been more. Like, let's be yep. honest here. Like, they dropped it. Is the oh, how overrated is this stiff, bro? I get so much heat on this. The, the great C.J. Mosley, the pro bowler last year. Bro, he is so overrated, it's not even funny. When has the guy ever made a play for this team outside of the first game before he disappeared for two years? I mean, yeah. he's so over – I mean, the great pro bowler, C.J. Mosley, dropped an interception, and then they got hosed by the officials on a blown uh, fumble on the first – I think it was the first drive of the game. That was a yeah. fumble and a scoop yeah, six well, by D.J. Reed. Yeah. So, if – Take away all Josh Allen basically giving the game away to us. And then Xavier Gibson. I mean, look, the Jets were quite literally a coin toss away from losing that game. Because I got news for you, bro. If they would have won the toss, they would have lost that game. 100% they would have lost that game. <laughs> they lost the toss. If they, yeah, if they won the toss, that is. So, um, yeah, like do not use Buffalo as an example. Please mm-hmm. don't. That game was a blip in a trend right there. So they will look if they stick with this kid in Denver. If if he's not done after the, it's going to be a disaster on Sunday night. It's going to mm-hmm. be like forty five to three. People are singing a Taylor Swift in the in the you know <laughs> what a disgrace that is too. But um, yeah, 
That's what it's going to be. It's going to be like people are going to be laughing at the Jets all God. They're already laughing at the Jets. You saw that guy, uh, William Gay or whatever his name is. Yep, yep, so it looks like yep. a team, John. It's like laughing. They're laughing. Everybody's laughing. Yeah. What a disgrace. So, yeah. yeah, if they stick with this kid beyond this week, bro, they're winning like two or three games this year. And those players should just like fake injuries or something. What a, what a joke that would be to keep playing mm-hmm. this kid because it's going to get ugly. It's going to only oh, going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, you see it. And then I, I know a lot of people – I think Garrett Wilson is a great young man. Like we, you, you can tell he's passionate about the game and he's saying all the right things when he's in front of the camera, but you can't tell me that he knows the type of talent he has and that it's honestly being pissed away week after week. As soon as, as long as uh, Zach Wilson's out there, um, he's going to continue to grow frustrated. I, I was kind of joking around that a trade request isn't coming. I don't think that's going to happen because he knows Aaron Rodgers is going to be back next year, but you're going to see him continue to get frustrated. You, we see Michael Carter get frustrated already. And it's, it's eventually these guys are going to give up. The defense is already, I, I can tell they don't have that same juice as they had last year. They kind of know what's inevitably, inevitably going to happen. They have to allow no points for these guys to have a chance. Um, and I, I don't know. I think eventually Salah is going to lose the locker room and knows I got your back t-shirts, the, Oh, this is Mount Everest cliches where the crow and like all that stuff is just, it means nothing. You're, you're running the yeah. stairs before games. Like I'm tired of all of it, all of it. Like cut it out. Let's win ball games. And you're trotting out Zach Wilson and it's just a spitting in the face of the rest of your team because he's Zach Wilson is truly held to a different standard. He hundred percent is. Well, bro, you, you already mentioned it. And I, and I've said it on here for the last two weeks. Right? I said it on Monday's pro, uh, program. I said it yesterday. Bro, they they this guy Salah, right? He's had two straight weeks where the players have disrespected the coaching staff's authority. Like last yep. week against Dallas, right? It was the players after the game. You had Brees Hall with the four carries, and then you had Sauce about traveling with people. And by the way, Sauce, he's he's got to be he's got to be better than that. Like you got a long way to go before Canton Sauce. All right. And then even this week, right? Yeah, Michael Carter yelling at the running backs coach. Ready? And by the way, Michael Carter, you're lucky to even be on the team. But whatever, I feel <laughs> you, man. But um. And then you had Garrett Wilson blowing up on the sideline, right? This is two straight weeks. We have young players disrespecting the authority of the coaching staff. Do you see people doing that in New England? Do you see people doing that for any of the good teams in the league? Nope. No. Nope. That is an indictment on the coaching staff. Yep. They have no control of their players, and yeah, it is what it is. And we're, I think we're going to continue to see it. Um, especially Sunday night football in front of the whole country. We're playing the best quarterback and the best head coach, and they're going to absolutely outclass us at every level from special teams to obviously, I think defensively, they're going to, they're, they're going to do really great things against Zach Wilson and offensively, they're going to be playing a different sport. So I think on Sunday night in front of the whole country, we're going to get embarrassed. And I truly fully expect it getting ugly at some point during the game when it, when we're down three scores and Zach Wilson throws another pick. Like, it's inevitably going to happen. I feel it in my bones. Yeah, I do. It, look, if Kansas City comes out, because, look, I, I said it all week about New England and any team that plays the Jets, you all you have to do is the basics. All you have to do is go out there and just pl- and just show up. Just don't give yeah. them the game, and you're going to mm-hmm. win 100% against Zach Wilson. Yeah. If Kansas yeah. City comes out here trying, you know, trickery, like, you know, Andy Reid, he like, if, if he's digging deep into the bag of tricks here against the Jets and he doesn't stick the basics, maybe they might tease us a little bit in the beginning, right, where <laughs> – but like you know what I'm saying? Like it could be like relatively close. But if they go out there like they really want to win, oh my God, yeah. bro, they, they're gonna win by 30 minimum. Yep. How, do, yep. how are the Jets gonna score? And people Kansas City's defense is the isn't it the number one defense in the league this year? 
Yeah, they're 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 rated. I know top five for sure. Like they're yeah. killing it. I, yeah. How how are the Jets going to score in this mm-hmm. game? And the Jets can't cover a tight end. How the hell are we covering Travis Kelsey? I I got Kelsey going over 130 yards easily, bro. Easily, like, easily, over- easily. And and then you get, and then we 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 can't get to the quarterback either, right? And that's mm-hmm. another thing. Let, let's stop with this great solid defensive mind nonsense too. How, where's the blitz? He didn't even he barely blitzes this guy. Well, he acts like he's got like the freaking steel curtain or like orange crush on on the front lines there in that front seven. I got news for you, bro. I, I I'm 26, and I think you are too, right? You're 27 in that. Yeah. Whatever. At John Abraham, that's a long time ago. Like I got news <laughs> for you. I barely remember it. I'm I'm relatively young. The Jets have yeah. never had a pass rush. Never mm-hmm. had that dominant guy off the edge. Like I get mm-hmm. it. Q is great. Hasn't really shown up this year. Give me all the excuses you want. Whatever. Great. I don't care. We've <laughs> never had that game wrecker off the mm-hmm. edge. Yep. I don't want to hear about Jermaine Johnson. He he might be a good player. All right? He ain't that guy. Yeah. Bryce Hoff, he's another guy. Situational guy. He He's certainly not him. And Lord knows this McDonald clown is, is not going to be. But how big of a stiff? Only the Jets can – really, like how do they already have a stiff on their hands? Maybe that guy <laughs> from the Raiders that might be a bigger stiff. But yeah. outside of him – we can't. We couldn't find one guy in the first round that could play this year. What a joke! Yep. I mean, I I, I was never a fan of the Will McDonald pick uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, and now, since for whatever reason, he can't even get on the field because we're stuck with guys like Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson still has oh, to see God. the field. What for a whatever. Sti- what a lo- he's what a stiff. stiff he is, bro. He he brings nothing to the field. His, nothing. He has no burst. Um, and I I kind of felt. Alfred a little bit to a certain extent. I thought Jermaine Johnson was going to have uh, a, a year. I don't. I didn't think ten sacks, but I thought he was going to show something. And he's been getting absolutely manhandled by he's every like tackle. A, he's like a Calvin game. Pace, bro. Like he's a guy where yeah. he's a good player, but like he's never going to make big money in the league. He's going to be a good yeah. player. He's going to have a long career, but he's not going to be like you know the the go to uh, pass rusher for your team. He's not the he needs like for him to get sacks. He needs like things to happen on the play. Like yes. he needs yes. a little bit more time. He needs the quarterback to roll a certain way. He yep. needs some, he needs an offensive lineman to kind of slip up. He needs something to get home. That's yep. that's his thing. And Jet fans yeah. thought he was going to be like the freaking second coming of uh like Max Crosby. Or so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no. Yeah. I mean it, it's it's truly unfortunate because we've allocated so many resources to the defensive line. A lot of money. A lot of two first round picks in the last two years. And at the end of the day, we're needed. None of these guys are going to ever develop. I, in my opinion, as these 10, 12, 13 sad guys that you see, I mean, it's not extremely common, but what I would do for a TJ Watt, what I would do for uh, like any one of these guys. Uh, and we'll, 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 we have to wait for Quentin Williams to wake up a little bit and hope he's able to, I mean, I had a feeling he wasn't going to replicate the 12 sacks as he did last year, but. But where's the I mean, blitz, Benny? Where's the no, blitz? We have, yeah. we have these two great corners, right? We got a good nickel corner, right? Everybody talks about these corners. Oh, the Legion of Boom. Where's the blitz? We're playing yeah. Mac Jones. Yeah. We just, uh, and, and he missed throws too. Throws yeah. were there. We had guys dropping balls too, right? Stevenson dropped like three passes with, with nothing yeah. but green grass in front of him. Where yeah. is the blitz? And he never makes an adjustment. This guy Salah, he's terrible, mm-hmm. man. He he is. He's not only going to get himself fired by obviously not putting forth a good product on the field, but he's going to talk himself into getting fired. This is going to be bad, man. 
Like if he doesn't come out after that game on Sunday and say Zach Wilson's not starting on on, on the next week, forget it. Those guys are are they're done. No, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and one thing I've realized with this whole solid defense is he's had success, right? Like when he was a defensive coordinator of the 49ers. And he's his in my opinion, his success is based on the talent that is on the on the defense. There's nothing. Talent, they were does. better with D'Amico Ryan's after Sal yep. left. Yep. And they're they don't do anything, at least in my opinion, to confuse the offense. They don't do the late blitzes. They don't do too many stunts. They it's very much you rush with your front four, you drop everyone else in zone coverage, and you hope your front four gets there. And when they don't, they pick us apart in, in the middle of the field because we can't cover tight ends or crossers or anything like that. And it's and then at that point, it's easy to move, kind of move the ball in our defense. But we haven't even fully seen the extent of that. Because offenses, no, I don't have to be aggressive. We scored 13 points. Chances are we're winning this this ball game. Uh, as soon as, I mean, obviously the Cowboys scored on that first drive. I knew it was over immediately. The, the, I think they had scored three points, and I, I knew we were we were playing down. I knew the game was over. So there's nothing solid does that really brings an edge to this ball club. Now, the, the game no. plan. There's no in game adjustment. When was the last time we seen an in game adjustment where, oh, we're getting beat by tight ends or we're getting beaten in the middle of the field. Let's do something about it. Oh, we're not getting home. Let, let's, let's do a corner blitz. Let's do something to change up a look that, that doesn't happen. It's we're going to stick to our scheme and that's it. If they beat us, they beat us. And that's, I hate that mindset. That's what bad coaches do. Look, I got yeah. news for you, man. I think solid leaked a little bit of dirty laundry out today. Do you see that Josina Anderson? I think I texted you this too. I think he, I think he leaked that story saying that Woody doesn't want to spend. And he's talking about like, you know, Zach Wilson, being the, I have that solid to me saying I get not me. My hands are clean here. Like that story ain't coming from somebody at the very, very top. That's coming from somebody that needs an excuse um, yeah. for what's, what's been going on. Uh, that's yep. definitely, I think that's gotta be solid, but if that's true though, and what he's not spending this year, what a disgrace that just goes back though. It's, it's the terrible ownership with this team. Right. And a terrible owner is why we get guys like Robert Sala as our head coach. We can never get like the guys that are going to fix this whole thing around. That's why my biggest fear is by letting go of Joe Douglas good luck finding somebody that is as respected in the league as Joe Douglas to work with this terrible owner who should sell the team mm. immediately but that's why I would give look man if I if I ran things I would give Douglas one more shot I I know people are like Basaccia Rogers guy Rogers guy how do they know that like do they know Aaron Rodgers personally to know that that's the direction that they would want to go who knows he wanted to get LaFleur, he you know he was open to LaFleur in Green Bay, what if what if Rodgers does the you know helps the Jets on the like I don't want to compare it to Peyton Manning, but let's just say he has some say in it, and he and he talks with these candidates. Who knows? Maybe Aaron Rodgers likes a Matt Nagy, who I would hire. But by, by the way, that's my ideal choice. I would, I'm not talking about Harbaugh because Harbaugh ain't coming here. He's going to coach the Bears next year. Um, but out of all the candidates out there, I'm going to give you my three requirements. Right? There's no more coordinators. There's no more defense unless you're like Mike Tomlin or somebody like that. Like there's no defensive coordinators. There's no offensive coordinators, no special teams coaches. There's no guys who just get fired this year. There's none of that. You need to be a coordinator again, or you need to be, you know, doing something. You're not, co you're not being a coach yet again. No, no, no. That doesn't work. No college guys either. Tell me how Nagy doesn't check the boxes. Coaching experience. Andy Reid picked that guy up the second he was out of a job. And he told Eric Bieniemy he's good to go. We got Matt Nagy. That says a lot. Wasn't the what wasn't the reason why Mitch Trubisky wasn't good? Mitch, he didn't draft Mitch Trubisky. He went up to to Andy Reid and said, "We got to get this Patrick Mahomes guy in here. This is this is who we need." 
So even more credit. And also, let, let's just acknowledge this too, Benny. Matt Nagy went to the playoffs twice with Mitch Trubisky. The Jets haven't been to the playoffs in 13 years, and they won the division. We would be doing a dance if that was with Zach Wilson right now. So I don't want to hear any of that. Nagy checks a lot of boxes for this franchise. I really, I, I'm telling you, he's going to be a good head coach wherever he goes next. You know he's getting another look. Oh, no, 100%. And it, it, that that genuinely is my fear, is no matter how bad it gets this year, these guys are going to get the free pass. The autom- I know Nate Hackett. It's a, Hackett's he, getting a free one. He's going to be here. He's definitely going to be here. But I, I'm genuinely afraid Salah is going to be able to piss away this year. Joe Douglas, whatever, is going to be able to piss away this year. And we're, we're supposed to act like nothing happened this year. Oh, whatever. That was a lost year. We're going to try again next year. I, don't, I disagree with you, Benny. I, I think it's going to get really, really, really bad soon. If, you think especially- so? It look, ask me next week what I what I think the rest of the season will be like. If if they're gonna start, well, that's why, like, look, I'm not rooting against the Jets this week, bro. But like if they're gonna lose, I need it to be a freaking disaster. Like, I, <laughs> I can't have like a close loss because then Wilson's gonna play again the next week. Like, yep. we need to really make this we need to leave no doubt on Sunday with Zach Wilson because we can't have him start anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So ask me next week. If you're telling me that Wilson's gonna keep starting after a disaster on Sunday. Dude, they're winning two or three games this year, and it's going to get very bad. And it's it's going to be, like, generationally bad for this team, and I have no idea what the future will look like. Now, look, if Wilson, if it's a disaster and you tell me Simeon's going to start, they're going to at least – the locker room's not going to turn because then if Simeon stinks, it's like, okay, Rod, Rogers going down costs us our season. By starting Wilson, you're giving off the, yeah, screw you guys. This kid was the second pick in the draft. We need to see what he's like. Who cares if the kid goes out there and stinks? He's the second pick in the draft. We're going to keep playing him. We want him to be the future of the franchise. It, it's undeniably obvious that that's not the case anymore. So if Simeon comes in, he's not any good as a player. It's like, all right, well, what, what, we might as well keep playing hard, put some tape out there. We're not going to – it is what it is. Like, it's not coach's fault why Rodgers got hurt. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, uh, I feel that. And hopefully that is the case. I don't want this – Locker room to completely implode. I think it has the potential to do so. This weekend is definitely going to tell us a lot. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be uh, – I'm going to be watching. I'm I'm, tr- I'm actually trying to sell my tickets, but <laughs> – Dude, sell those, man. Good God. Dude, Benny, don't re-up those next year. Please don't do it. No shot. No don't shot. Don't do it. I was I was so close. Like, I remember I was like a weekend away because obviously they don't open on the weekends to cancel it. I was like a weekend away of just canceling it. And then we started hearing the potential of Aaron Rodgers being here. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll hold out a little bit. Get rid of him, Benny. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I, as soon as the season ends, I'm calling my rep and telling her it's over. Like, I, I can't do it's this. All, you can't do it anymore. And and, you have, and it, look, if the story's true that Woody Johnson doesn't want to spend any financial resources, the guy had the audacity to raise season ticket prices for a team that hadn't been to the playoffs in what's going to be 14 years now. What a disgrace. And also – it's just like we've had one winning season in, in, in those 14 years to one winning season and we didn't go to the playoffs. Oh man. And it's a terrible stadium too. And you know, the commute from LA is just, it's not bro. I went there. This, it's like, I don't even want to go again. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I have no interest in going there. The only time I could see myself going there again is like a spur of the moment. Like first of all, I'm never going to buy tickets in advance ever again. I need to make sure who's playing quarterback. Cause every single time I seem to go to these games, it's when Joe Flacco's starting or Zach Wilson this year. Like, no, no, no. It's gotta be like the week of I'll, I'll even pay more to go watch Aaron Rodgers play. I don't care, but I will never step foot in a football stadium ever again. If Zach Wilson starting at quarterback, the jets, there's no way 
there's no you couldn't you would have to drag my corpse there for me to get there like there's no no shot you couldn't pay me to go and watch Zach Wilson that's how terrible he is oh 100 and I went to Dallas week two I think I, I think I told you about that bro dude that I'm stadium. trying to get out of going to Buffalo week whatever it is yeah bro Dallas is such a beautiful stadium it has like a like almost like a personality, like you walk in there and I'm like, wow, this is a freaking football stadium. They, it feels like football is supposed to be played here. They, they have a bunch of concession stands. They got a bunch of cool interactive stuff that you could do as you're walking around the stadium. It's like, wow, like MetLife is literally horrible. And it's not even that old. Like, MetLife was what, 10 years ago? And it's one of the worst stadiums ever. Like, nah, Met, MetLife's 20 now, right? Yeah, it was built in uh, 2010, yeah. thir- 23 years ago. Wow, man. Oh, no. Wait, what am I? What am I stupid? Yeah. <laughs> 13 years. Ago. Oh, my God. 13 years ago, bro. And yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's a horrible stadium. It's, the environment it sucks. I mean, we had I was there week one and we had home field advantage for the first time, Like I guess, because everyone was excited to see excited to see Rodgers. But that, that stadium does nothing to bring fans back. You don't want to go back to that stadium. It's, it's pointless. And I can't wait to cancel my season tickets. I spent thousands of dollars on that to see Zach Wilson for the past feel three terrible years. terrible for you. <laughs> it's horrible, bro. I, I really feel terrible. My, my heart goes out to all the season ticket holders this year. And honestly, the reason why that place was loud week one, people paid so much money for tickets. They stayed. They didn't want to go home early. They're probably still drunk off the tailgate. Like, And then the reality set in. <laughs> the reality the next one. That reality for me, man. Let me tell you, I got freaking abused. But borderline abused on Twitter for that week one, man. And like people were telling me I'm negative and, and people like that. I knew my buddies, even the, even even my two co-hosts here were under the delusion that Zach Wilson could be somewhat decent. Bro, I called this exactly like you. Have, I have not been wrong about a single thing since Aaron Rodgers went down. Even when Xavier Gibson ran that ball in, bro, I didn't even like cheer or anything. I'm just like, whatever. Like you see what I'm saying? Like I have it's very tough for me to get excited about this season because of Rodgers going down, and it just makes it like if we would have turned to anybody else but Zach Wilson, I would have been like, all right, you know what? Screw it, man. It sucks, but like we got we got a puncher's chance here. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like I'm literally it's just like it makes you sick even thinking about it. Like that game on Sunday, bro. Like that was it's just how I felt for the last like two years with Zach. We really m- more so last year. Like you're literally sick thinking about this team because everybody in the world knows that this kid can't play. And this is the guy that we have playing on a weekly basis. That's why it's got to go. Bro, I am going to freak out like you have no idea if if on Monday morning I find out that Zach Wilson's starting for this team. next. Like, I, dude, I'm literally I don't even know. Like, this is a, technically a clean program. Like, there's going to be an E next to it moving forward because I just I can't take it anymore. I, I, I can't take it. Uh, I want to get your opinion on this because I obviously we scored a touchdown last week. I think we cut it down to three. Our defense got to stop. We go, we got the ball at midfield. Did, did I think we were gonna win? Yeah, absolutely not. I was telling the people, <laughs> What are you nuts? I'm like, dude, when they got the ball back, I said they're going four and out here. Yep, I said they're it going four and out, right? and he checks down. What a free he checked it, bro. Like, I told, I said this on the show, uh, the last show that we did, right. I said, look, if you were to go up to a complete dummy that's never seen Zach Wilson play before and you show him those four plays, say, does this kid really belong in the league? They would all tell you no. Like this kid, bro, he threw a check down. If I was a player, like if I was out there running routes on that fourth down, like beyond the sticks, right? And I saw him throw a check down, bro, I'd be like willing to, I would want to fight this guy. Like when I tweeted it this morning, 
when Brees Hall, like when he audibled Brees Hall to run into the teeth of the freaking defense on the right side, bro, I would if as soon as I got tired, I would have threw that ball at him. Like, how did players put up with this? I have no idea. Like this, Garrett Wilson, guys like the, Brees Hall, they have an, a level of maturity that I certainly would not have. Uh, I know they're, they're professionals, getting they're getting paid a lot of money, but it's it makes no sense, and they're just I continuing freak out. To put up. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And I think Elijah Moore was probably a little bit overrated. But when he had his whole freak out on Zach Wilson, like I I, will, I, I got a lot of slack for it. I was like, I kind of understand. <laughs> like, I think it was more due to LaFleur. But yeah, then LaFleur, yeah. honestly, bro, if you were to go up to Mike LaFleur and ask him today like about Elijah Moore, I think looking back at it, LaFleur would be like, yeah, he knew. I was just a little late to know. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Honest to God. Yeah, honest to God, and I would have kept honestly. Like, I didn't really care that Lafleur got fired. To be honest with you, like I, looking back at it now, wasn't his fault. There's yeah, no, no, there, really. there's no coordinator in the world that can make this kid look like he belongs in the league. That yeah. we're not even talking about like a, a competent starter in the league. This kid, yeah. this kid shouldn't even be backing up on teams. Yeah, hundred percent. So I don't know. I I, 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 I didn't care either, but. I think LaFleur obviously looked a lot worse because of his quarterback play, rightfully so. Um, and it, it it's not surprising, but McVay was quick to bring him back on board. Uh, yeah. I think he brings the table. There was nothing – if Aaron Rodgers – I mean, if Hackett wasn't Aaron Rodgers and buddy-buddy, there's nothing Hackett could do to be a coach in this league no. again. Well, Hackett, Hackett wasn't coming here if Rodgers wasn't coming here. I still maintain yeah. to this day that they knew Rodgers was coming here. All along, like there's tampering in this league, like there is in every single professional. Maybe not baseball because it's not really like that there. Like especially where like the NFL and the NBA are, it's more of like a, a fraternity if that makes sense. Yeah. Like in baseball, yeah. there's so many players, you know, there, there's so many guys in the league. Like it's and it's not quite the revenue maker that is the NFL and the NBA. Like it's there's no off season in those sports. You know what I'm saying? No. Like there's crazy. Yeah. Like when do you see a trade in baseball? Like you saw yesterday in the NBA, never. Yeah. You're, ne- you're yeah. getting prospects in return. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> The, the NFL and the NBA, it's totally – like, there's so much tampering that goes on. And then, like, a player like that – like, there's no baseball player that can go to a team. Like, like if Otani went to freaking, like, you know, the Colorado Rockies tomorrow, are they instantly a playoff contender? No, they're still going to finish yeah. in last place. So, it's yeah. not like that with, like, the star NBA player and the star quarterback. That's why I knew that Rodgers was coming here because Hackett was not getting off of a freaking couch for four years to go yeah. coach Zach Wilson or Derek Carr. Jets honestly yeah. avoided a little something with Derek Carr. I gotta say, like if we had Derek Carr right now, I would be blown. Yeah. I would be like, "Yo, we are we're in some trouble here. We got yeah. three more years of this." Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, you know, man. Well, yeah, it's uh, it, it's frustrating, man. I'm I don't even look forward to Sundays anymore. I really don't. <laughs> like I'm just going through well the motions. Said. I can't wait. My, off season. Last question to you: Do we score a touchdown on Sunday? Not if we win. Do we score a touchdown? Uh, garbage time. <laughs> well, I garbage time. Guy... Garbage time. Zach's throwing picks against Dallas. So who knows? That is true. That is true. Get a clean pocket for two of those picks. Bro, the clean pocket stats are the best. When he has a clean – notice you're not seeing that stat this week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say no, genuinely, because Kansas City is a really good defense. Chris Jones is going to be destroying the pocket early. Uh, and obviously, Zach Wilson is going to be – Running around, I think our tackles, if Makai Beckton and AVT 
are, are out there, I think they'll they'll hold their own because they don't necessarily have that dominant edge rusher as a Matthew Judon or a Micah Parsons or whatever. But I think Chris Jones is going to cause havoc, be in Zach Wilson's face, and there goes the airmail throws and picks. And I'm gonna say no. I think we get a few field goals, but if we're lucky on field position, but we'll see. Well, well, Benny, obviously always great talking to you. I'll make you a promise. If 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 Simeon's starting the Denver after the Denver game, or if Zach Wilson is starting the Denver game, we'll we'll have you back on here and we'll have it. We'll have another conversation because <laughs> my God, oh, yeah. it's only going to get worse. Who knows? But uh, thanks, yeah. Benny, and uh, thank you all for listening. It's the Jets White Podcast. Please leave us that five star review. Follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. As always, go Jets! Yeah, <laughs> go Jets. <laughs>